Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Star Wars 7x7, episode 3513. Yesterday, we talked about season one of The Bad Batch because The Bad Batch season three is coming out very soon, less than a week from now. And so to refresh ourselves, I did a seven-point refresher on season one. Today, surprise, surprise, (laughs) we're going to do a seven-point refresher on season two. Punch it. Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. So yesterday we went over season one of The Bad Batch with a seven point refresher real quick and caught all the high points basically. And I'm hoping to do that with you for season two on today's episode. We're going to start with the introduction of a new character, Fee Genoa, who initially is basically connected with Sid, the Trandoshan who's been sending The Bad Batch out on various jobs. But whereas... Sid definitely takes a more mercenary attitude to the Bad Batch. Fijinoa is much more, you know, seemingly grateful for the Bad Batch's participation, less grudging about sharing the spoils of her adventures with them, and also starts to develop something that could develop into something more of a relationship with Tech from the Bad Batch. For a second highlight point, over time, it becomes pretty clear like the difference between Fijinoa and Sid and the way that they are treated by these two different people who are hiring them for various jobs. And it gets to a point where they ultimately ghost Sid after one particular mission that she's sent them on. Now, they've been warned. They lay the groundwork for a later betrayal all the way back in episode four of the 16-episode season where some other you know ruthless person basically warns the Bad Batch that Sid is isn't necessarily who she appears to be and that she might not always have their interests at heart for herself. And so, yeah, you start to get the idea planted that "Mm, maybe this isn't going to work out for the Bad Batch. And then later on in the season, Sid does make some sort of offhanded remark about like, I can make more money by giving you up to the Empire than the money that you're making me. So she's basically trying to make the Bad Batch feel just, you know, like they're being ungrateful. And 
or ungrateful and grateful ungrateful anyway <laughs> like yeah they don't appreciate her enough and yeah ultimately it is just laying the seeds for the later betrayal for a third point, I'll flag the planet Pabu, which Fijinoa introduces the Bad Batch to. This is basically a, a bit of paradise in the galaxy, far away from the Empire, where they can possibly put down roots, where they can start a new life away from Sid and working with Fijinoa instead, finding people that they can just hang out with and be themselves and not be on the run or in hiding or anything like that. They got a bit of an inkling of what that kind of life could be like when they were doing a mission at the beginning of the season on Sereno, Count Dooku's home planet, and you know saw that people were you know living in the woods and away from the Empire and their influence and whatnot. Meanwhile, for a fourth takeaway, we get some political action in this season of the Clone Wars because we have Senator Chuchi who is advocating for the rights of clones and for them to be treated humanely and to get some kind of benefits once they're being decommissioned, but the Empire isn't really you know doing any of that. Surprise, surprise. And ultimately, she's able to expose what the Empire did on Camino. So all the reports had been, oh, it was just a terrible storm, like huge natural disaster that knocked out all of these cities. And she's able to get evidence to show that, nope, it was destroyed by the Empire. It was aerial bombardment. And Vice Admiral Rampart, who was our big bad from season one, he found out that the Bad Batch survived the orbital bombardment and killed a trooper to keep that secret because he knew it would come back to haunt him. And it sure did because when that footage was revealed to the Senate about the orbital bombardment, Rampart was arrested. And yeah, that's pretty much the end of his involvement in things. But Palpatine, the puppet master that he is, managed to use the incident to argue for this you know, Defense Production Act, basically, that just made things worse for everyone and helped cement his militaristic rule. For a fifth point to talk about, Crosshair's story in the midst of all of this. So throughout the season, we're seeing situations where clones are definitely being treated as second-class citizens or even worse, just disposable, unwanted remains from this you know, era of galactic history. And so rather than being seen as the elite warrior that he is, Crosshair is passed down into various Imperial divisions who you know, basically don't want him there, can't tolerate him there. He meets Commander Cody and goes on a mission with Cody. They keep hearing about all these clones that are defecting and, you know, Cody you sees like, yeah, you know, eventually defects himself. Crosshair just thinks that everybody's being disloyal. But the process of seeing the way the clones get treated and the way he's treated, like it all comes to a head in an episode called The Crossing, which is by far, I think, the most powerful episode in the first two seasons of The Clone of the Bad Bachelor Cinema. He finds out that these poor clones who have been you know, guarding a you know, supply depot, but they've been hit by raiders and there are these ice vultures and all this, all this terrible stuff. Crosshair finds out that all these clones have been guarding without you know, additional support or assistance from anyone and just being disrespected by the new Empire commanding officers. They've been guarding Stormtrooper armor, fresh, shiny Stormtrooper armor that's been at that depot for quite a long time and makes it clear that the Empire or you know what was going on with Palpatine had been planning all along to just get rid of the clone troopers at the first opportunity and so Crosshair breaks and he shoots the commanding officer and is ultimately taken to prison on Mount Tantis and for a sixth 
thing to remember will flag the existence of Mount Tantus, which is where the Empire is pursuing the cloning objectives of Emperor Palpatine in lieu of actually doing anything on Kamino. They're trying to work with Nala Se to get her to help out. She's not exactly willing. They know they need to get Omega. They bring in Lama Su to try to help out with that. And the Bad Batch gets wind of it too, specifically of something called the Advanced Sciences Division. So they decide to investigate that because there's a high-level meeting happening on Governor Tarkin's home planet of Ariadu. Oh, and this is fun. I've just gotten a real-time correction note. So <laughs> the outpost is the name of the episode where Crosshair has his breakdown and shoots that commander. It's not the crossing. That was an earlier episode in the season. It's the outpost that is that particularly impactful emotional one. But back to this sixth highlight thing. It's Crosshair, by the way, who has already been taken into prison who is able to communicate briefly with the Bad Batch and let them know about the existence of this advanced science division. Omega is the one who's like, well, you know, he is our brother. We got to get him. And so that's why they're on Ariadu. But it turns out that Sagarera is there also and is going to bomb the heck out of the place, which the Bad Batch doesn't want to have happen. But hey, it's Sagarera. So it's bound to happen. And in the chaos that happens in the Bad Batch's attempt to escape, they lose Tech. Tech sacrifices himself so that the rest of the Bad Batch can escape in what is a very emotional moment in the season. And the seventh and final thing to highlight here is that once the Bad Batch escapes from Ariadu, they head back to Ord Mantell. I don't know why they didn't head back to Pabu, quite honestly, but they head back to Ord Mantell to try to rest, recover, recuperate, and whatnot. And the betrayal that had been hinted at all season long, that trap is sprung. It turns out that Sid has ratted out the Bad Batch to Dr. Hemlock, who is running Mount Tantus. He has been our big bad for season two, and yeah, he is one creature character to be sure. And the upshot of everything is that Omega is captured and taken away to Mount Tantus. Hunter, Wrecker, and Echo are able to escape from the Empire. And that is where we leave things at the end of Season 2 of The Bad Batch. And that's where we're going to leave things for this episode of the podcast as well. If you enjoy the podcast, I hope you consider leaving a rating or review. I hope you'll consider sharing it with other Star Wars fans and friends that you know. I hope you'll consider taking one more step, which is to support the production of this Daily Dose of Star Wars Joy. You can do that for just $1 a month. That's all, just $1 a month at patreon.com SW7X7. And it just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for this episode of the podcast. As always, and may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be. 7x7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited by their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyrighted by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. For the ones who get it done, the most important part is the one you need now. And the best partner is the one who can deliver. That's why millions of maintenance and repair pros trust Granger because we have professional-grade supplies for every industry, even hard-to-find products. And we have same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders. But most importantly, we have an unwavering commitment to help keep you up and running. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.